It's not cool to have friends that knew what I was going through, but first of all, maybe didn't realize that that was wrong or didn't have the space to hold me, you know, and I had to hold myself. I had to heal by myself. And now I'm healing loudly so that everybody else can hear and we can do this. Hey, Dustin. Hey, Crystal. Hey, Me-Searchers. You are listening to the Me-Search Podcast, and we are your hosts. My name is Dustin Domingo. And I am Crystal Tugatti. On this show, we have critical, messy, and fun conversations with each other, with friends, and with leaders in the community. And together, we'll unpack important issues, learn, and unlearn what we think we know about what it means to be Filipino. Mm-hmm. And today, yes, we are talking yes, about yes. generational wounds what it might look like, what it might sound like, what it might feel like uh, when we try to heal from them. So before we start into this nitty gritty episode, Crystal, uh, some context. What are some examples of generational wounds? Um, you know, (laughs) 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 I think we've, especially in the Filipino community, we have walked into parties uh, went to go visit, you know, peeps, and um, there are comments and such. Or um, mm-hmm. there is a lot of expectations that are placed upon us that are, I think, our our families in the past have also um, felt those expectations, um, which may not really align with who we authentically are um, or celebrates who we are just as we are when it comes to our physical beings, our emotional beings, our, our souls and whatnot. And a lot of that gets criticized in many ways and pointed out in many ways. And it just has continued to perpetuate in our culture, leaving, I think, a lot of us in not the greatest mental state. I know for me, I have had (laughs) issues of being a little bit louder when things are not okay. And so Mm -hmm. I am a disobedient, awful girl who is not... (laughs) Who is not grateful for the things that have been afforded to her. But honestly, it's just... You know, if I'm if I see something, I think it's always been in my being, even as a little girl, and I would get in trouble for it to call shit out. And I've always been the bad girl for being like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so yeah, I am it's, the same way. <laughs> yes. And I think it's just like a lot of us have been silenced and muzzled when we want to say something. Um, or when we're feeling some kind of way. And then I think we, a lot of us hold on to those, that pain and then we pass it on to anyone who's around us. And what's, what's crazier is that like our generation right now, a lot of us are having kids and mm-hmm. 
you know, are we going to pass that on to, you know, our, our little nieces and nephews and our, um, you know, our own sons and daughters and everything in between those sons and daughters, because it is a spectrum. Um, so yeah, that's, um, that's, that's how I see generational wounds. Yeah, let's not pass that shit on, everybody. <laughs> yes, stop it. Yes. Stop it. Yes, stop it. Stop end, it. End of episode. <laughs> but, we solved it, everybody. Yeah, we and we're, we, yeah, we're going we're gonna to solve it. We're going to solve it. And guess who's going to help us solve it? What better person to talk to about all of this than Hazel Carranza? Yes! Hello. Yes! <laughs> Hazel has been a guiding figure in uh, social media with uh, all of her helpline skits as Tita Saling. She's here to talk about breaking cycles. So welcome. Welcome, Hazel. Yes. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Yay. I'm really yeah. excited. <laughs> I just, I just have to say, and I said this as she came on earlier, you guys, but I just need to tell y'all, I'm such a fan for Hazel. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Yes, because Hazel's (laughs) videos are like super duper funny. Um, For our audience, Hazel, for those of the folks listening who may not have caught you on social media yet, they haven't followed you or they haven't seen your, their videos on their for you page or uh, on their uh, real Instagram. I don't even know what to call it. The real Instagram front page thing. <laughs> like, ex- I think explore. Explore page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, the, <laughs> for the folks who haven't seen you pop up on their explore page, what? Mm-hmm. How would you describe your videos to them? So I think in short, it would be like a funny, non-funny way to deal with. Um, generational trauma. So something mm. relatable, um, but also is very different than what we're normally seeing. Um, and that's, I made it to be that way. I made it to be like this healing Tita who's talking to her younger self, right? Mm. Because that's really, I feel like that's what our generation um, and the future generations need. So that's that's basically who Tita Siling is. She creates, uh, she's in this hotline where she helps people um, do it mild and spicy, you know, and, and kind of have retorts and responses mm. to um, what is normally said to us as uh, younger Filipinos by those who are older than us. I love this brand of comedy that you've brought to social media because it's so refreshing and different from what I've seen on social media from other Filipino content creators doing comedy, I think historically on the internet, Filipino comedy has poked fun at Filipino culture and like the very surface level comedy skits poking fun at maybe accents or like the stereotypes of like Filipino culture. And I think what's great about the content that you bring is that Mm -hmm. there's a depth to it that's meant to heal um, and it's meant to have a greater impact than just a laugh here or there. Um, So your stuff is very special. (laughs) Thank you so much. Well, that's also really what I wanted it to be. I think Mm -hmm. that um, Filipinos just in general, we use humor to deal with a lot of things Mm -hmm. and 
I feel like that's the reason why it came to me like, okay, well, it has to be funny. There has to be some relatability aspect to it. But um, at the end of the day, it is something different from what I've also seen because I wanted to create something that uh, doesn't necessarily just talk about how bad things are, Mm. right? I want to show how good we can make it. So that's why, you know, my name is Tita Seling because there is no ceiling to the healing, right? And um, (laughs) (laughs) and there's like little tidbits there, you know, like it starts with us, who else would do it? Mm. Um, You know, and those are the things that I put in there because I know that a lot of us will relate to it. Um, But the mental health aspect is much broader than that. Uh, But Filipinos for sure will be like, I know who that Tita is. And it's weird that she's talking like that, you know, (laughs) that it's something different than what I usually see. So, yeah. (sighs) You're definitely (laughs) reaching to, and I, I, I love, I love the idea of talking to like the, like you're the tita talking to the younger person. And I think mm. a lot of that is like, um, if anyone is, is, um, trying to take care of their mental health or you're in therapy, maybe you've heard like reparenting yourself. And mm. oh yes. my gosh, what a beautiful, yes. beautiful tool that is. And I feel like yes. tita siling is like really that reparenting and like giving you that that fire and that agency that autonomy over your body and your mind and like saying it's okay to do that it's okay to own yourself exactly yes and it's okay to make mistakes it's okay to you know explore um you know and i was also like i can definitely relate with you crystal when you said that you were that like loud kid about like oh when somebody's doing something or saying something i was that person (laughs) so i feel like (laughs) <laughs> I want it to be palatable. I wanted it, uh, I wanted Tita Celine to be like kind of in the middle, like a balance of, mm-hmm. you know, saying something powerful, uh, but also saying it in a way where it doesn't come from my anger because I have a lot, you know, oh I do yes. have a lot. I have a lot of resentment when it comes to, you know, what, I mean, you know, like I grew up fat, like, you know, I'm a big girl. So I've never, you know, I always hear that. Every, every time I come into any family function. So having that and reclaiming who I am as a person um, is very powerful to me. And I feel like, I, I don't know if you guys even know about this, but I literally came, I'm from Glendale, California. Glendale to Canada. <laughs> 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 so I like I moved from the Philippines from Tondo to there and I lived for 18 years and now I'm in Canada so it you know like this is my third country and this is like I'm at a rebirth stage of my life and I want to take people with me you know um, because it's not cool to have friends that didn't understand my struggles it's not cool to have friends that knew what I was going through, but first of all, maybe didn't realize that that was wrong or didn't have the space to hold me, you know, and I had to hold myself. I had to heal by myself and now I'm healing loudly so that everybody else can hear and we can do this, you know? So 
Yeah, I'm getting goosebumps. By the I know. Day. I'm gonna cry. Yeah. <laughs> healing loudly. <laughs> I love yes. that healing loudly. When did you realize it was time to break cycles uh, that many of us in the culture have encountered? You know, I don't know if you guys have felt it early on in your life, but I feel like some of us have had that feeling that, hey, something's something's wrong, something's off, mm. right? Where mm-hmm. it's kind of like, okay, like why, you know, that was mean or you know, like maybe you should have said that a different way. Like I've, I've always picked up on that. Like I said, like I was that kid that was like, oh, you know, maybe you shouldn't have said it that way or, you know, so I, I was, I'm definitely, I was the spicy version of myself mm. for a very long time. <laughs> yes. And I think the Love spicy that. and mild version is kind of like the me finding my Zen, mm. finding my balance when it comes to this. And I feel like that's also, um that's in my process you know what I mean like I'm kind of getting to the point where okay well I need to reframe things for me because I feel like a lot of the things that are being perpetuated and are being passed on to us are things that our parents also had to go through you know and so um I had this really it was a it was a, a traumatic event for me I was I came out of an abusive relationship that I was just like, you know what? Like I didn't value myself for a very long time. And I was with this person for four years. And I was like the moment that I had that realization, that kind of epiphany, if you would, if you would kind of like, if I only valued myself the way that I'm supposed to be valued, this person is not going to talk to me this way. This person is not going to take my autonomy this way. Like they're not going to abuse me in the way that they have. And I know that at that point, that wasn't something that I learned off the street. That was something that was instilled in me. I'm not supposed to have autonomy over my body. I'm not supposed to have autonomy. Like that was what was being told to me. Like anything that was said to me about like, oh, you should lose weight. Oh, you should put your hair down. You look better that way. Oh, you should you know, eat more, eat less, whatever, all of those things translated into that relationship. And so the moment that I that I thought, you know what, I don't deserve that. That's when it started. And everything kind of just led to that, you know. And uh, yeah, that was three years ago. And now I'm speaking on it. (laughs) That's kind of how I got here. So Oh, I definitely feel that. And I'm very happy to hear that you're not in that relationship anymore and that you are healing and you are a fucking powerful woman. (laughs) And you won't let anyone mistreat you. No more. No Mm -mm. more. It was so difficult. Honestly, it took a long time, you know, because if it was easy, it wouldn't have taken me four years to get out of there. Right. And I, yeah. I, I, I totally feel you on like, especially as women um, in our culture, we're to be subservient, helping, always loving, always, always understanding and gentle to everyone else. 
except for ourselves. And I, it's like, how do we even approach relationships? And then like the pressure of like, are you married yet? It's like, shut up. (laughs) Shut up. And then it's like, we don't even have the tools to have a healthy relationship when we're taught to not have a healthy relationship with ourselves. And oh, Lord. And I, I feel you like being in a lot of bad relationships growing up and thinking that was fucking normal. Right. Mm, no. Yep, that's, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, it, like it, it, it created this moment of like, well, I'm the common denominator of all of my bad relationships. Mm-hmm. And it, it took, it took the honesty. It took the honesty. It took the courage. It took me actually looking at myself and seeing like, why do I have so much shame? Mm. Mm. You know, and it's the same thing. It's the same thing, not just as a woman in general, but as a daughter. Right. You know, especially as an eldest daughter, you have so much pressure on you, you know, and, um, you know, you got to make money. You got to be a nurse. Like I'm also not a nurse, you know, I know I was going to say we're part of the same club, that. guys. <laughs> I absolutely love that. You guys. <laughs> Like this makes this like a thousand times better. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know, it feels validating to be around people who are like, you know what? I'm going to go with whatever I want to go for. Hell yeah. You know? And uh, yeah, I had so much pressure on that too. But, you know, we find our own ways. And I think it's, I think that's part of it. Like, I feel like our parents are afraid that we're not going to find our own way if we didn't go by however they want us to to be or to what career they want us to go to. And it's kind of like, okay, yeah, it is stable. Um, but my mental health is not. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so um, yeah, lots of things to talk about, I think, on that. Hazel, you've, you've talked about this work as being like a process. It's taken mm-hmm. a lot of time to work on breaking cycles what have you found after years of doing this kind of self-work of breaking cycles like or how has your life changed um i think what i've found is that it doesn't stop Hmm. i think that um it doesn't stop but it's also integral to finding out who we are as people um you know definitely we a lot of us have had lives where everything is dictated, you know, and I feel like outside, you know, after breaking that first cycle for myself, and that was the biggest one that I did break. um, There's so much peace. There's so much more alignment to myself. I'm finding out who I am for the very first time at 31 years old, you know, and that's crazy to me because that means that I like this improv class, even um, it's interesting to me because I took improv. This is like my second time here. And I'm like, dude, it's so hard for me to form a thought that I didn't think about because usually I would think about what I have to say because I need to be a good girl, Yes, you know, and that, and now 
now that I'm encouraged to come out and say what is on my mind, what the heck kind of world is this? You know? <laughs> yes. Like, that's how I feel. I'm like, what? Like, you're, you're encouraging me to just say whatever is on my mind? Like, it's, it's mind-blowing. But it's also so encouraging and so empowering at the same time, you know. And I felt like growing up, I didn't have that. I was very stagnant the way that I had to think, you know. Um, yeah, and I think outside of or like after breaking that first cycle, there's a lot more to break. You know, we're always going to be a work in progress. It's not going to be a thing of like, well, that's it. I'm done. You know, it'll just, it'll keep going. But every single level that you reach, I feel, at least for me, that's my experience, you open up so much of yourself. And you're going to learn so much goodness that you have. Mm. Because I feel like just personally, I have a lot of negative self-talk. Mm. I don't know if you guys have oh, had that, no, you know, if that's your experience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shut so, up, you! Know, you. Like, you get... <laughs> <laughs> exactly, like you get to actually prove yourself wrong. Yes, you get to make you get to open new possibilities for yourself. You know, just like for me, like I didn't know I I could cook. Now, like my my husband's family is like always. Oh my god! Like you, why did you never cook before? <laughs> I'm like, because I didn't think that I was a good cook. You know, and. Now I'm like, I love feeding people. Hmm. And this is a part of me that I didn't realize was in there this whole time. That I love creating a community based on creating them something. And and in a way, Tita Seling and all this content that I'm doing is that I'm creating something and sharing it with people who I feel like will benefit from it. <sighs> so, yeah. That is just such a oh my gosh it's it's that that um that thing where you feel you really fill your cup and then once it's full it just overflows like you were working on that cooking yes. and now it's just flowing into bellies and people are happy <laughs> love that exactly what's your go to recipe yeah oh yeah oh I have I mean I love sinigam mm. and my mom's you know like my mom's uh, specialty is sinigam. But I was like, okay, you know what? Like, I'm going to have my own version. Mm. Uh, I also keep making lumpia, which is, I don't know why, but I got obsessed over making lumpia. So those would be the two, I think. Love that. I cannot roll lumpia properly. My my wrappers always burst. Anyway, that's probably another episode. Somebody said roll it like a tobacco. Oh, roll Somebody it like a tobacco. roll it like a tobacco. <laughs> I don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's time for me to, to start. I don't know. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you know what? YouTube put everything. Uh, look everything up on YouTube. Mm, right. Like Panlasang Pinoy is like my favorite. Guy. <gasps> I love Panlasang Pinoy. <laughs> me too. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's how I get my recipes. So. I'm gonna do his kare kare soon because I've been craving kare kare. Mm. Oh my gosh! I want that. Okay, I might I might look up how to make that too. More. That sounds so good. More bagoong. Um, yes. Also, we, we want to, we're curious, how did you come up with the character Tita Siling? So, <laughs> what I wanted to talk about 
what I wanted to talk about was very like I knew like I wanted to do this kind of content and um, all that. But really, I came up with like the headphones, uh-huh. like her being in a call center and uh, really the accent uh, towards when I posted it. So it was kind of just like it came to me like, hey, like, let's make her be in a call center and, you know, have it be like a hotline thing. But I had like ideas of scripts of like, okay, what am I going to talk about? At first, it was just like, oh, you know, this Tita that sits down and like gives unsolicited affirmations because we always hear unsolicited advice. Like, let me have this Tita give us unsolicited affirmations, you know, (sighs) and then it just kind of came to that idea of like, well, let me let let's have it be a hotline. And a lot of people that I've uh, come across like on the comments are like, oh, you know, like I'm going to get hit if I say that. That's the reason why we're we're doing this is because people still get hit for saying stuff, (laughs) like talking about how they feel to their parents. You know what I mean? Um, Or I'm going to get shunned if I say that. That's the reason why we're doing it is because it starts this new generation of people who are not going to be doing this to their children. It starts with us. What do you tell folks who may be scared to dive into healing work? You're going to see so much. You're going to feel so much happiness if you do. You're going to actually feel real alignment to yourself. It's not going to be easy. That's also one thing. It's not going to be easy. It's going to take all of you and... One other thing is that that's the point is you're rediscovering yourself. You're recreating yourself. This is an entire rebirth that you're looking at breaking cycles. You know, it's not, you're going to have to sacrifice your comfort zone for something beautiful. Uh, and Are we going to cry together I now? mean, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I wish I wish you were in Glendale still. <laughs> do you have plans oh, to come well, back to, to SoCal? Yes, I do. Yes, I definitely do. Um, I still have my family there, so I definitely have someone to visit, like or or stay over with you know when I when I'm there. So <laughs> I definitely want to go back. Um, also, my parents are there, so okay. I do want to visit them. You know. Uh, yeah, and I was going to say one last thing is using your name into what my answer is, is it's exactly going to be a me search. You are going to be a me searcher of your own, of who you are, mm. you know, and I feel like the name that you guys have is priceless because of what you talk about. And it's, it's, and just in that, there's a lot of power in it. I feel like you can make so much, so much movement and impact with what we're doing here, you know? And, um, cause that's really what it is. A lot of us don't know ourselves. So me searching is needed. So thank you both for having this platform. Oh my gosh. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you. <laughs> thank you.
<laughs> I'm, I'm literally telling my husband, like, I am so excited to talk to Hazel on Monday. And <laughs> it, it's just because it is just, you know, it's it is such a beautiful thing that you say. And like, you'll find that happiness that I think I think we're we're so hardwired to search for happy in this life. But we're we're mm-hmm. taught to f- look for it in all the wrong places when exactly. all of it is yes. in here, inside of us. And there's only one universe yes. that is us that once you see it, it's just like, oh, my gosh, I'm I'm freaking divine and beautiful. Yes. <laughs> and powerful. I feel that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's a process. And, like, you have, with your content, you're really holding our hand through it because it's not easy at all. And and you invite us to, to explore and to look inside and see how gorgeous we are. So thank you for healing so loud and sharing your journey with us. And also, like read that article on you aside from tita siling it's like you're doing so amazing work out in canada and the community so like (laughs) truly like you are such a blessing in this world and it is truly an honor to have you on our show and to speak with you and to feel your energy through this zoom call and i'm just so excited to see what this life is going to give you because you are just so much love and joy and I can only see more love and joy coming back to you um thank you so much so thank you Hazel <laughs> for being here thank you thank you me searchers for being here keep on searching because Hazel said so because you're gonna find something <laughs> fucking awesome <laughs> trust definitely are trust the process y'all trust tita selling because she knows what's up if if you guys also want to send me some content stuff and you know i'm i'm actually trying to get people to send me mail now because i'm opening the hotline through snail mail (gasps) so if you want me to, I mean, I can share the address. Is that, yeah, right is that now. set up? Can you, yeah, share? Yes. How can people actually, get a hold of you? <laughs> well, I have my um, Instagram, which is all about not haze. Uh, TikTok is talk, so as in T O K about not haze. And our mailing address, if you want to send just anything, um, is 720. Bathurst Street, Toronto, Ontario, M5S2R4. I don't know if I if I said that. We'll put it in the show <laughs> quickly. notes. Yes. Yes, we'll put that yes. in the show so, notes. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot to come, honestly. Like I, you know, we're in the middle of um thinking about uh affirmation book uh an affirmation deck and uh children's book because a lot of people are asking me like oh you know um or telling me that they've never learned Tagalog so I wanted to make something for them 
So I, you know, that's one thing to look forward to. Definitely. Um, we're hoping to get that uh, going. We're also going to do some merch at some point. Uh, so a lot of things, a lot of things in the works. And um, yeah, people are asking me to do stand up also. So I want to do that. <laughs> hey, man, I would go to a show. I will be there. <laughs> we will be there. Dustin and I were Yes. Any any yes. way that we can support. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and I'm even, you know, one one thing that I think you guys would be very interested in is I'm thinking about doing talks to uh talks with mom interviews, which is like me and my mom have uh, you know, have had kind of like a interesting relationship. Mm. So um I'm going to take it, I want to take it full circle, where not only do we understand ourselves, but also we understand the people who were perpetuating the cycle and why, mm -hmm. and what can we get from that, you know, and how do we heal from it from here on out. So watch out. Oh, oh my gosh, I got goosebumps! <laughs> so much goosebumps in this episode! <laughs> That is I'm ready to ball my eyes out, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Hazel, right. you have to come back when those when those projects come up. Please come back on the show to plug it, to tell us about it, where we can find it, all the things. You are you are always welcome here at MeSearch. Um, Thank you, and I absolutely love your energy, you guys. Honestly, like it's great. Like this was so like flowy. Like I didn't have to worry about anything. Oh, you know, yeah, you know, I was all worried. About, <laughs> yeah, I was all worried about like improv, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like how do I talk to them? I've met, you know. But honestly, hands down, like thank you for making me feel so comfortable and just welcome. And oh. you know, this is this was awesome, real and raw. Also, like I feel like you know, I there's an understanding here that it's like a you know, like I know what you're doing, you know, and just yeah. Just the vibes are good. Uh, <laughs> your vibes are good. Oh my God. Dude, he's, yeah, please, if, if you have, if you at all have time when you are back in Glendale, like, and you feel like going out and about, please hit us up. <laughs> we really, we really yes. want to hang well, out with you. Where are you guys at, by the way? Like, what area? I'm LA like, I'm adjacent. trying to think now. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's pretty. I'm in Sherman Oaks. I see. Okay. Yeah, so I'm like 15 minutes away. Yeah, that's that's easy enough. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Make it happen. Let's yeah. do it. Yes. Y'all, what a blessing this was. <laughs> this was Hazel Caronda. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Follow Hazel, everybody. Send her mail. Send her uh, mail. Do all of the things. Uh, and don't forget, be a me searcher. Follow us at me search podcast and check us out online at me search podcast.com. We're going to get to the bottom of things. Hell yeah, we are. <laughs> Hell yeah, we are. Search, folks. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> 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 <laughs>